Hello! You're listening to The Dungeon Boys, which is a Dungeons & Dragons 5e gameplay podcast. This is our first campaign, Stardust Echoes. As always, we would like to warn you that this podcast is a gazillion bazillion percent for adults. Because we use pretty much every curse word there is. Um, and talk about a lot of adult mature themes while being immature and not acting like adults as we play a fun game. (laughs) My name is Justine and I am the writer of Stardust Echoes and will be your dungeon master for this campaign. This campaign consists of six phenomenal players, which include Lindsay, who plays Six, the Tabaxi Rogue, Dylan, who plays Temple, the Warforged Monk, Anthony, who plays Grayson, the half-elf ranger. Arland, who plays Valen, the winged tiefling warlock. Ellie, who plays Pants, the artificer kobold. And Grant, who plays Katal Torash, the golden dragonborn barbarian. Without further ado, the Dungeon Boys proudly present Episode 7 of Stardust Echoes. Last episode, Six and Grayson had a confrontation about her attempts to assassinate him long before they ever became the crew of the Ripple. Six admitted that each time she loses one of her nine lives, she has a harder time remembering the prior life before. Then they shook hands and put the past behind them. Pants excitedly met another pair of kobolds for the first time. The kobolds accused the team of being pirates or slave traders, and when they realized they actually were on a mission from the government, they disappeared right underneath the team's nose. The team explored further in the cave systems to find a curious setup of multiple seed pouches from different planets, most of them being rare ones that are used for those in need, and yet Temple identified two rare golden seeds of the Galather flower the one which Tarawin uses to create her invisibility potion. As Temple plucked the seeds up to take them for the team, Grayson's eyes rolled in the back of his head and he quickly had an encounter with the demon Tarith yet again. The encounter was so quick that Grayson was able to shake it off with none of the team noticing. And now, Temple holds the seeds and looks around at the team, and they decide what they should do next. Right. Uh, yeah, I think he leaves the room, and I think uh, should we continue moving off to the east? Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Let's see if we can. If this path takes us to Terrawinds. So you walk as a group with some newfound loot of seeds, and as you walk forward, the path seems to become. Wait. Six says, "Hang on, I'll be right back." 
Oh, you're medicating. <laughs> <me>. No. No. <laughs> she goes and does something. Okay. I swear to God, oh, Six. I want to go I with swear six. to God, Six, if you come back with a fucking hellhound. No, don't, no, don't say that. You don't know what she's going to do. You don't know, Torash. Pants wants to go with Six. Come on, Pants. Six grabs Pants' hand. Aw. Uh-huh. I, uh... I would like the other four to go first. Gretchen, do you want me to go with them just to make sure that they don't hurt themselves? <sighs> no, Six can handle herself. Okay, I'll leave them to it. Yeah, I don't. I don't need anybody's protection, sir. Hey, you really ran off. Um, he didn't say that when you're around there, girl. I didn't say that when you were up there. <laughs> so the four males of the group the dudes, the bros. Uh, Pants is a boy. Pants is a male. Pants is a male. Four of the males. Four of the males. <laughs> four. Sorry, males of Four of the males. <laughs> of the males. Let me uh, redo that. Even though we have. Decided that pants might be a little gender. I think at this point I probably (laughs) am. (laughs) (laughs) The gay emo cousin. I'm just a tiny little blue dragon. It's no big deal. So, Grayson, Valen, Torash, and Temple walk deeper into this path. They notice another long hallway that seems to thin even more to only one of them can fit at a time through it. And they notice three more locked doors ahead of them. Should we check these doors as we go? Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, might as well. If they're locked. Are they locked? I push the first door. Valen pushes the first door as Grayson says, is it locked? And it opens. You notice there's a small table with some lock picks up on the table. Uh-huh. Um, I take them. There are three lock picks. You may add them to your inventory. Yeah. Sick. I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. I don't think I'm precious in it, but yeah. Well, Arland is, or Jesus Christ, now I'm doing it. Well, Val. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, Val. Going around the horn. Everyone's going to do it now. in the room. Uh, I walk. Grayson walks to the second room and tries that door. Grayson, you open the door and it is crampacked. There's barely two feet ahead of you that you can walk. And you notice that from ceiling to floor, this room is filled with machine parts ship parts there's warforged arms sticking out here and there there's part there's parts of engines there's machines there's technology pieces just full of random stuff and it smells heavily of the kobolds that you met previously temple come look at this yeah temple walks up and i think probably sees the uh the warforged limbs Oh, this is an interesting room. Um, I think he he reaches and and grabs the hand of uh, a Warforged arm and lifts it up. Yeah, you grab it, you pull it, and it just comes free. It's like that Jurassic Park moment when she's like, Dr. Arnold, and then it's just a fucking arm in Jurassic Park. Like, you pull it, you pull this hand, and it's free. Wires stick out, and you can tell just from feeling it that it's it's been dead, quote-unquote. For quite a long time. Can I um, inspect it uh, more closely to see if it's uh, related to me in some way? Yeah, so I would like this to happen. I would like Temple to roll investigation for the arm. I would like Grayson to roll investigation with advantage because Temple's there and exploring. Temple rolled an 11. Dang it, I would have... Pants would have gotten his free Warforged arm. 
You would have. Still might. Dang it. Uh, (laughs) Too bad you're on a six. Grayson rolled an 18 for investigation of this room filled with junk. And what are you looking for in Temple to see if he's of the same make? Uh, Probably just comparing the hands, his hand with the machines to to try to gain some insight if it's it's a similar uh, build. This Warforge seems much older. Hmm. Much, you are way more advanced than what you are seeing. Okay. Um, I think Temple holds on to the hand. I think Pants will want to see this. And then Grayson rolled an 18. Grayson, you notice parts of a broken engine. And as you look closer, deep encased, barely shining between a slit in this engine, you find a Fully usable Odin crystal. Very nice. Grayson motions for Temple and says, can you help me pull this engine out? There's an Odin crystal in here we can pull out. I'll do my best. So together, we're going to try to like pull this thing out of the room to give ourselves more room to work with to then pry it open to grab the Odin crystal. Are you guys pulling stuff in there? <laughs> <laughs> you both roll sleight of hand, and I'm going to average the middle roll. Oh, that's bad. Oh, hey! Natural 20. Very nice. Yes! Look at me go. There you go. Very nice. So, Grayson... Grayson rolled an 8, but Temporal rolled a natural 20, which was a 23. Anytime a natural 20 comes when I average the rolls, I just take the natural 20, because it's fucking D&D, baby! Let's go. So, Grayson goes... He opens it. It's about to slam shut on his fingers, but then Temple's metal fingers come in block it, and then he pulls it apart, and Grayson's able to easily grab the Odin crystal. Very nice. Grayson, high five. And then right at that, as you say high five, Torash and Valen go, like, look, and see you guys just high-fiving. I'll walk. Um, I'll walk (laughs) over and see the see the, um, all the parts and stuff, and I'm like, um, well, it seems to me that these kobolds are scavengers. Um, I think we need to get back to our ship pretty quickly at this point just in case uh, there's more of them we don't want them stealing any parts off our ship I know Jagald is there but might be good to get back there I don't disagree we do have another Odin crystal now and I hold it up before putting it in my pack uh nice out of character how many now do we need three 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 great so we're gonna stop you guys there you've gone to two of the three doors and we're going to switch to Six and Pants, who walk backwards from the way they came and stumble upon these deep, dark puddles of blood that have fire sparks coming out of them. Pants. Yes? Pants. Yeah. Let's, let's see if we can get a puppy, okay? You want a puppy? I thought that's what you were going to say. You like puppies. Puppies are great friends. I was so excited to come back here. I was kind of also worried about the Mama Hellhound because, you know, freaking Grayson shot it. Let's get a puppy. I've always wanted a Hellhound puppy. Yeah. They, what a wonderful ally that'll be, don't you think? I, I really think, though, based on the mom, you know, it's it's, it's made partially out of, like, magma, maybe. So we, we just got to be careful about that part. Sure. But no big deal. No big deal. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I got, I've got. i got food. You've got fun. Yeah. Let's see what we... Let's see what kind of coercing we can do. 
<laughs> you walk down this path, the blood getting thicker and darker. And there's, like I said, like sparks almost coming out of it. I'm assuming you guys avoid the puddles of blood. Yeah, I just hopping over them. And as you enter, you see that the cavern actually ends in that direction. And inside there is the mother hellhound. She has one ear, no tail, and her shoulder has been ripped apart by Grayson's firearm. She is sitting there going, barely surviving and licking at her wounds. And there's a small pup, one pup, that's pacing back and forth going, like trying to get its mother's attention. And in the corner, you see another pup, which is already dead. Oh, there's dead. There's dead puppies. I like to break hearts <laughs> as a DM. I like to shred them apart. Um, there's a as a disclaimer, no puppies were harmed in the making of this episode. <laughs> I don't know because there was explicitly a dead puppy in this game, and so that's where we are, folks. This is where we've landed. That's super sad. Well, you're not being cruel to the animals. Sometimes things die. True. Valid point. I mean, Grayson was being cruel to an animal. From hell. It is a make-believe <laughs> mythical creature. So. It's fine. Fine. You know. <laughs> so you see that. What do you, what do, you do? Pants. 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 Yeah. I think I gotta, I think I gotta put Mama out of her misery. And then I think we should take the puppy with us. I don't think Mama's gonna make it. Yeah, that would be the logical sense of doing things. All right, look away, look away, pants. Okay. I don't want you to see this. Turns around and covers his little eyeballs. I was not expecting this when I wrote this part. I just want everyone to be very clear of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as as pants looks away, the mom notices you, and she looks and she. Puts one paw in front of the puppy and then bears her teeth at six. Six grabs a little ration snack out of her pocket and says, shh, it's okay. It's okay. And then she grabs one of her daggers and with impressive quickness stabs the hellhound right in the heart. Okay. So I would like you to roll stealth first to make sure that the, the hellhound's only focused on the rations. Because you're stealthily trying to put the dagger out, right? Six rolls a 22. So sad. So, so, so sad. I did not expect this. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. Plus eight to your stealth? I mean, I get so your rogue. Yeah, dude. Damn. Damn. Jesus. That's a high dex, right. yeah. yeah, six holds these rations the mother is barely there. Well, I mean, she's all right. She's got awareness, at least. And she and takes it. And as she sticks, just right in the heart, roll your attack with advantage because they're distracted. This is really sad. Don't cry. It's okay, Ellie. We're that puppy, though. With advantage, so both. Yeah, so you wrote, you wrote twice. So six first rolled a 15 and then rolls a 24. Yeah, so you hit exactly in the heart. Underneath the sternum, your blade goes up and through and you hear a squelching noise. Roll damage for me. 
Listen, I don't feel good about this, okay? Just so everybody knows. <laughs> this is not the kind of murder that I'm fucking into. Yeah, okay. This makes me want to cry okay, my goddamn sure. eyeballs out. I think it's the best resolution to this, she, yeah. She's going to come back with a puppy and bloody hands. Uh, Six rolls of seven damage. Probably had sneak attack, honestly. Yeah, it's a ten. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, what's sneak attack. Oh, sneak attack, so, great. But 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 pants is there. Pants okay, is right great. there. So yeah. Well, even then, I would say I would probably, if anything, I would probably consider it a surprise attack, seeing that she Stealthy. that the hellhound was was distracted by the by the food. So if anything, yeah, Ten. it would be it would be included sneak attack. She didn't kill it all the way, but because of the moment, I'm making her kill it all the way. Cause Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good DM right there. Yeah. That's a great DM. Yeah. Six's dagger slides between the ribcage of the hellhound and perfectly pierces its heart. And as the cold feeling of death makes her hackles rise along her spine, a memory comes back to her that she had once lost. I remember the first time I realized I had nine lives. It was a cold, damp night on Stratus. My first big gig. A real grade-A dickhead worth a big payday. A hit on some chump named McCracken. It was a complicated B&E, the kind you want to hire a team for. Your typical con men, tech guy, luck guy, acrobatic guy. But me being me, I wanted to prove that I could run with the big boys. And if I'm honest, all I saw were the dollar signs at the end of the bloody knife. And baby, this cat doesn't like to share. So anyway, I make my way into this McCracken guy's complex up the vents overriding the laser grid, applying some good old elbow grease to pick some of the more stubborn locks, and I finally shimmied my way up an empty elevator shaft. And when I got to the top, out into the penthouse, it hit me like a pigeon slamming into a freshly washed window on an overcast autumn day. They don't make empty elevator shafts. Floodlights flip on behind me, and there, sitting behind an overcompensatingly large desk, is that McCracken fuck. Surrounded by six or seven goons in too tight of shirts, too large of hats. He says something about, I should have known so-and-so was a rat. That fucking guy this, and this fucking guy that, and something something, ass fuck something. Really, you hear one low lexicon misogynistic rant, you hear them all. So anyway, this fuck pulls out a gun and says, Sorry, sweetheart, I ain't got room for another kitty in my harem. And then he pulls the trigger. And the goons, one through seven, they pull their triggers too. I feel the hot lead rock my shoulder back to the right and then the left. And before I know it, I hear glass shattering. For a brief moment, while I'm falling 20 stories to my death, the broken glass shines just as beautifully as the stars do above. And then boom, lights out, baby. Goodbye and good night, nine. 
which would have been real nice until I woke up a day later, gasping for air in a fucking landfill. No more bullet holes, no more broken bones, no missing brains. Hello, eight. Six's eyes snap open, just to feel the mama hellhound's final breath escape her body. And as Six holds that body, it starts to instantly disintegrate into ash. Six releases it. Bones and magma-y blood hit the floor. And the puppy starts squealing, running back and forth in the area, and the mother is completely dead. Would we hear that, or was that loud enough for us to hear it? Oh, no. We're way too far That's what I figured. It's way too far. Yeah. That's what I figured. Good question, though. Um, can I pick? Can I pick the puppy up? You approach the puppy, and it tries to bite the shit out of uh, you. Okay, but you can roll animal handling because I'm gonna I'm gonna offer it a little snack too. Can I offer it a snack and pick it up? Yeah. So offer it a snack and then roll animal handling for me with advantage because of the snack. Snack. The snack advantage. Snack advantage. Go. Hey, if you'd like to subscribe to our Patreon, you can get snack advantages. Ah, shit, I rolled two <laughs> nines. So fuck me, you know? The puppy's ears go back. It quickly takes the food, but then huddles in a corner. Oh. Um. Uh. I'm gonna... Okay, go ahead, Pensy. Pensy boy. Let's see. Uh, Pants comes over to it and says, Well, this... Puppy is certainly for you. It's just out, <laughs> out right trying to bite us. Let's, uh, maybe it wants to play with a toy or something to warm up to us. And he, let's see, what do I got in my inventory? What do I got, what do I got in my little inventory? What could possibly what, be in what there? Um, he pulls out his little, he pulls out like uh, a little just, hammer with like a little wooden end on it and like goes over and like offers it to the puppy and then as the meantime he pulls out like a little um uh pulls out rope out of his backpack and kind of has made like a little leash sort of thing slip lead yeah oh yeah and uh walks over and is like he's like hey little little buddy you want a little little stick you see the puppy immediately react. You can tell by the ribs that show from the smoky exterior and the ears and eyes that widen that he's hungry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll animal handling with advantage. Six, while this happens, roll perception. So pants rolls an 11 animal handling and then with advantage rolls a 16. The puppy comes towards you and... Starts licking and eating the meat out of your hand, and you successfully get a rope around its neck. Great. Yay. While this is happening, Six glances around with her perception roll. She rolls a 15. You notice there's a pile of chains and a scroll in the corner. Pants. Pants A. Good job, Pants. You got that rope on that puppy. Maybe let's yeah. just keep feeding him. Okay. Keep him going. Yeah. Keep him happy. Okay. 
and then I think he'll he she will be a little bit more excited to come along with us also while you're doing that I see some chains and a scroll and some shit over there. I'm gonna go check that out, but you stay with the baby Okay, keep it going. Yeah, I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah Six opens the scroll, but as she grabs it from inside the chains and touches the chains, she feels a bit of ash on the chains and looks at the mom's corpse and notices chain marks around parts of the bones. And as she reads the script, it says, and it smelt this, as she opens the scroll, a whiff of what the kobolds smelled like comes out and it says, do not feed the pup too much or the mother won't defend like we want her to. Hmm. That's sad. Pants, you want pants, you want me to read this to you? Sure. It says, Don't feed the puppy too much or the mother won't defend like we want her to. It's I think I think those I no offense, but I think these little cobalt bastards had her all chained up. What are what do you think they're defending though? We I have no idea. We didn't even get a chance to see anything. Just chased it chased her away. And as the two of you talk about this moment, we will flash back to the other team. So we have Grayson and Temple who just found an Odin crystal, Torash and Valen who are right behind going what the heck? Ahead of you is a long road or a long road, a long Ahead of you is the continuation of this cave tunnel that's quite small with one more door, or you can turn back. Um, open the door. Yep. The third one? Yeah. Yeah. Valen kicks open this door. There's nothing in it. It's just like a rock. It's just like a rock opening. Every time you open one of the fucking doors, there's nothing I just there. I'm like, God, <laughs> God damn it. Some bitch. Some bitch. I think maybe during that time we were like picking through a, a lot of the equipment and stuff, kind of laying it out in that hallway. Um, I, I think, did, did we notice anything else of interest? Yeah, some of the equipment is stamped and imprinted with something you would recognize, Temple, as the Harper's Guild stamp. Uh, yeah, I, I, oh. I point that out to mm. Grayson mm. and the others. I have a question, DM. God, I have I have an answer for you, peasant. <laughs> Damn! Wow! Um, Lowly mortal. Would we would we Are be you? able to recognize any of this equipment from uh, potentially some of the teams that had come here before us? Phenomenal question. You would not. All of this seems like it's thousands, hundreds of years okay, old. So it's all old equipment. It's not. No, there's nothing. Very there's old. nothing new. There's nothing. Okay, I just yeah. want to make sure that the that... only thing that looked new was the drill in the kobold's hand, and it seemed like current times. Okay, just making sure, making sure. No, great, great question. Is there any chests in there? Any treasures? Not at this point, no. So warforges have a, I don't know. I think there's two different sets of racial traits with them. Tell me. Oh, I I did pick the one. It's integrated protection. Um, where. I can, during a long rest, basically change, like, swap my armor out to either be a heavy yes. heavy class, like a strength build or a dex build. Um, it takes an hour to do that, so, yeah. 
Yeah, you're currently a dex build. These are definitely heavy armor. These are heavy. Okay. I would say you cannot find a full set in this. Sure. Okay. But some of it you can. And we can play around with that mechanic if you want to take it and use it. Yeah, maybe. Take it. Cannibalize your own kind. Take it. <laughs> take it. It's like clothes for them, dude. Cannibalize yeah, think, your own kind. I, I think he, he lays this stuff out and, it, and you know, it's like... I I recognize that some of these are, you know, despite their age, are advanced pieces of armor. Though I don't truthfully know much about them. I wonder if pants would. I think I'll lay these out, and maybe we can wait for the others to rejoin. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. When you lay them out, you find three warforged arms, one warforged leg, and two warforged cores. Are are the arms all right-handed? Two or right ones left. Okay, listen. <laughs> That'd be funny, though. <laughs> They're all left arms. <laughs> God damn it. What the fuck am I going to do with this? Uh, yeah, and other than that, I think... Uh, yeah, I don't think we want to proceed much further until we've got the crew all together. Do you, so you guys choose not to go forward, or...? I think we'll wait. Yeah, we'll hold off. We'll I, I think that... Off. Yeah, I think we just spend some time... Picking through all the stuff in that closet. Yeah. So. Well, well, I, I think we're gonna empty it out completely. Cool. So you are all sorting through this. We will switch back to six and pants. Six has just told pants the horrible truth of the fate of this hellhound and its pup, who is now greedily, greedily eating food out of pants's hand like it hasn't eaten days. Okay, pants, pants. Let's make a little trail of food and take it back to the team and show them our new puppy. Yes, new puppy. What are we going to name it? What are we going to name it? Mm, um, Inferno. I like it. Maybe. Inferno Jones. Inferno Jones. What do you like? You like that one? You like it? Yeah. yeah. Inferno Jones. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the minute you say that, its ears perk up. Oh, okay. He like likes his name. Oh, my God. <laughs> and call him Infy. Infy Joe for sure. Infy Joe. Oh, cutie. What a little cutie. Wow. Okay. Let's make a little trail. He's a hungry boy. Make a trail. Take him back to the crew. And um, pants. Yeah. No matter what they say. Yeah. We're going to keep him. Okay. Sweet. Ah, you're so much fun, Six. I had no idea you had such a fun side. Man, I like you too. I like you too, Pants. Sweet. I can't wait to show. <laughs> I can't wait to show Torash and Temple. It's gonna be so awesome. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I. Yep. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you start making a food trail for Bubba. Yeah. And then you pull the leashy rope. Yeah. Come on, boy. Is it a boy? You don't know. <laughs> How do you check? How do you check a mythic creature? How do we we'll, check a we'll mythical tr- we'll creature? <laughs> Roll nature? Roll nature? Both of us are just are just nature. Okay. If you both if you want to look too, you can Yeah, let's both, both look. Let's both look. <laughs> yeah, let's get a look. Get a get a look under there. I feel like it's investigation. <laughs> oh I got a one. Oh, no, wait, I got a 10. Sorry. Six rolled a six. Pants rolled a 10. 
Yeah, you look at each other at the same time and at the same time go, it's a girl. Oh, oh. <laughs> Inferna. Inferna Jones. Love it. Inferna Jones. Inferna Jean. <laughs> I would have I I laughed so hard if you made them say both opposite genders. Like, it's a boy, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, the DC was five, so they're standing oh, right sweet. next to oh, it. Okay. So. Amazing. Inferno Jones. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. The minute that pants pulls on the rope, even though it's still eating, it instantly <laughs> and then steps like back towards its mother's corpse. Oh, oh, she didn't. She doesn't like that. I would like six pants and inferno to roll initiative. Oh no! Kill the puppy. No. Yes. I don't want to do well, that. I don't want to kill the puppy. I lied. I lied. Thank I like you. I'll take it back. Yeah. You two didn't necessarily. It is definitely aggressive towards you now because you've pulled it, but you two aren't. So I'll give you one chance to try to persuade this puppy to come with you. And if not, you will have to roll initiative. Is that fair? Sure. Sure. <laughs> yes. Pants. Uh, Pants. I don't know. If, oh, go ahead. I don't know if it likes that. I don't know if it likes the leash. Should we take it off? What do you think? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, if this. Let's just let's give it the. Give it the food. Let's just dr- let's take the leash off and just and just see if it wants to follow the trail. It can follow the trail. If it doesn't want to follow the trail, it doesn't have to follow the trail. Yeah, maybe we should do that thing. You know, my mom used to do this thing where if I didn't follow her from the shops, she'd just be like, "Okay, I'm I'm leaving you here," and she would just leave me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. I like that idea. Let's just walk away. Okay. Just walk away. And we'll say, here, girl. Inferno Jones, we're leaving. It's time to go. Oh. Yeah, we're making a trail. Mm -hmm. Okay, come on. Oh, we're we're leaving. If you don't come with us. (laughs) Both of you roll persuasion with advantage. You're going to get left behind. Six rolls a 14. Uh, Pants rolls a 15 and then a 16 with advantage. Oh, we we were supposed to roll with advantage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, sorry about that. I didn't roll a second one. That's okay. I, it doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> Two fourteens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the puppy looks at the food, looks at you guys, looks at the mom. Kind of paws at her skull, trying to get some kind of reaction. And then, because it's fire magma blood on its paw. Yeah, and then it looks at the food and looks at you, and it follows you. Yeah! Good job. Yes. Come on, girl. You solved the puppy puzzle. <laughs> Come on, girl. The puppy puzzle. Okay. So you guys walk through the other area. You notice this this cavern area you haven't seen before. That has all these metal plates against the walls, like we described before. You see four open doors. They're all pretty much cleared, except for one has a bunch of junk. You keep walking down. The puppy is definitely keeping its distance, but it follows you enough that the other group would see. And then you first, all you see as you walk down is Valen's wings almost blocking everyone else. Uh, Or I lied. Arlen, I'm sorry. Are your wings out or in? They're out. Yeah. You see Valen's wings kind of out, and you can't really see anything past it, but the group is stopped in the middle of the hall, and you approach 
What do you say? Look what we found! Oh, fuck. Valentine's around. There were puppies. No. Absolutely not. Grayson, if you shoot this, I will castrate you. (laughs) I will not shoot it, but I'm going to insist we leave it here. It is a wild animal. He's our... She's our baby! We named her! Her name's... Her name is Inferna Jean. Oh, gods. In Inferno, I look at it and say, Hello. You look at it in Inferno? No, I, I looked at it and I speak to it in Inferno. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, turns, turns and looks at Inferno. <laughs> turns, turns and looks at Inferno. <laughs> so you look at it and you say in Inferno, hello, and he goes, and sits down. And I'm like. But no one else. No, Does anyone else hear speaker Inferno? No. I do. Oh, fuck. So good. No one but Grayson knows what Valen said. So do you, do you guys, you hear Valen, do you want to do a sound effect or do you want no, me? No, uh, there's no, I'm not doing any so sound effects. So you go. <laughs> That's what you hear in the front of shit, yeah. And, yeah, and this baby sits on its booty. And it kind of, wa- and it wags its little ashy tail. And, I, and I, I look at it, make eye contact, and I, like, I'll drop down and all four on my hands and knees. And then I'll like kind of do this waggle thing. Oh my god! And I'll be like, and I'll be like, come here in in infernal, you know. Just, okay, Dylan, uh, I'm gonna pay you to make an animation on this. Please. Yes, I'll do what I can. Wait, do do tieflings? Tieflings have tails. Yeah. So my tail is up in the air too, imitating his or hers. Well, she's still sitting, but yes, it wags. Oh yeah, but yeah, it, it's still, still <laughs> waggling. So my my tail's like waggling with it. Oh. And I'm just like, come here. She she stares at you and then looks at pants. Cause we're her new mama and papa now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Also pants oh, yeah. didn't give me food. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll, me too. I'll, I'll um I'll oh, reach in my pouch. Yeah. I'll reach in my pouch and then just like drop some onto the floor, but make it look like I dropped it on my mouth. <laughs> You're playing this so well. I so can't. It's so good. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. So the puppy looks at pants as Valen like and drops food in its mouth. Pants, do you do anything to the reaction of the puppy looking at you? It also then looks at six, too. So do you He gets do down anything? on his whole hands and fours and calls up next to Valentin and goes, Look, Oh my god, how, how'd you get him to do that? <laughs> I look at Pants, I'm like, I, I don't know. I just I just thought maybe it wanted something to look like, like its mama. <laughs> and now six is on all fours, too. And the three of us just like a, look like a bunch of fucking dummies wow. going... <laughs> Wagging our tails. And Pants, Pants looks over at Valen and he goes, well, if you would have known what Six did to its mama, that'd be a really sad statement that you just said. That you just said. But it's cool. It's fine. We have the puppy now. Nothing is wrong with the situation. Yeah, we don't, need, we don't need to worry about that. All we need to know is that she's out of her misery. And now we have a puppy. Do, do we notice the blood on her hands at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Grayson looks down at Six. You killed the mom, huh? Wagging her cattail while looking at this puppy as she answers her little her little bobcat tail. Yeah. Well, thank thanks thanks to you, Grayson. Um, she was heavily mutilated and slowly, painfully dying. So I made the humane choice to put her out of her misery and give her baby a new beautiful life. 
Well, I agree with the choice to put her out of her misery. So I see, I see this puppy looking at these three fucks on their hands and knees. <laughs> we see a little blue, a blue coat, a bobcat tabaxi, and a fucking t- wing tiefling. Hi, Behind baby. it, I see a half elf with an eyebrow raise looking at the tabaxi. And a Warforged, which is emotionless. But then behind it, I see a Dragonborn. What do you have to say right there, Torash, to all of this? And then, Balan, you have your moment. I'm just I'm just going to sit there, like, literally just, you know, just <laughs> arms like this. And I'm just going to be... Ah, fuck. Gratian, you thought these were the most dangerous people in the group? <laughs> playing with fucking puppies here. <laughs> it seems my judge of character is off of late. <laughs> I'm right as he says that. As he says, the, my judge of character, the puppy play bounce. It's butt in the air and it's hands down. He goes, okay. But right, right when it does that, I'll like, I'll like scoot forward a little bit and then I'll roll on my back. It's gonna show it to my belly. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> just so on my back, just like <laughs> just just back, and I look at it. Pants does the same exact thing. What the fuck are we doing? What are your wings doing? I want to know what the wings are doing in this situation. They 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 kind of they kind of collapse into my into my around my shoulders. I'm trying to get the puppy to come closer and be comfortable. So Valen rolls on his back, his wings out. Pants looks at Valen and it does the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> and then the puppy kind of. <laughs> like looks at them like what the fuck and then it goes to six and starts this fire puppy starts nuzzling against her fur oh, and that. you notice that the smoke and the ash and the fire it almost like it dims it inside of itself so it can rub along mm. her fur and its little back arches and its puppy tail wags aggressively like against Aww. her side six um Six feed feeds her more and says, "Who's a good girl?" Well, there's that. Good girl. And then she pull, she pulls out a cigarette and lights it on her. Yes. Like lights it yes. from her. Yes. It- <laughs> yes. That's amazing. She oh uses her little tiny hell hellhound. I give you a lot of credit. That's yes. fucking hilarious. Says, "Who's a good girl? It's the best. Who's the best lighter puppy in?" All the land. Who is Fucking that? love that. So convenient. And the minute that happens, the minute your cigarette touches her skin, it kind of ignites on fire. Six has officially grabbed a familiar. So Six, you and I will go over what that means to your character because this puppy is, it's bonded to most of the group, but it is officially Six's. I could cry. I'm so fucking happy right now. Oh my God. <laughs> Valen gets up and he like brushes the... He brushes the dirt off his pants and his arms, and he's like, "Well, we tried." I, I look at I look at pants. I'm like, "Well, we tried," uh, and it and it chose its mama, so it's it's new fine. Mama. I'll just make one later. It's no mama. big deal. I can Who's do your that. Mama? <laughs> Who's your mama, baby? If we're all done playing in the dirt, I think it's time for us to move on out of this cave system. It's so good. And the minute you say. It's time for us to move on. You you say, you hear way echoed from very far. You hear, we haven't looked in here yet. From a goblin voice. Uh, Temple quickly picks up the Warforged parts. <laughs> one, one of each arm and <laughs> one of the cores. 
Do you, does the group continue forward down the path they're already on, or do they track backwards? Continue forward. Forward. Yeah. Six, uh, six. It seems like we're about to get into a scuffle. You, do you still have those, uh, medicine packs? I need to heal up. I'm still hurting from the last fight. Oh, sure. Let me take a look here. Or a healing potion or something. Yeah, so he looks at, at six. Six, I would assume you look in this and you notice that it's more so when people are in dire need, aka like zero hit points, and it probably wouldn't assist someone right now. Um, you can communicate that to him if you would like. You know, Torash, this is really more like when somebody's on death's door. I'm not, I don't know if this is going to be the best fit for you right now, or maybe necessarily the best use of it at this particular time. Is, does anybody else have anything that he could use? Yeah, Torash, come here. I reach out my left hand and I just say, hold my hand. That's not the tattoo hand, is it? <laughs> I, I give him my hand. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, when, he, when he grasps his hand in mine, I cast Cure Wounds. There's like a soft amber glow from where Grayson and Torash are touching. Fuck yeah. Uh, and then that glow kind of gets brighter and brighter as like what looks like gold dust starts to swirl up <gasps> and around Torash for a second before it all kind of settles and the light goes away. That was fantastic. Thanks. So he ended up rolling a 10, so I healed 10 points. Amazing. And Torash's scales adjust and some of the blood starts to clot. And you're healed, my friend, a little bit. Right. High five. I always thought about that. I always thought about what what if I had if I had a um a cure uh, like a cure wounds and I had a touch what it would look like and all I could think of is ET and a glowing <laughs> finger yeah. and then just and then just touching them on the forehead and then it heals them. <laughs> Boop. Boop. That's my favorite thing about about casting, man. It's just like because every you think about it, every character it like magic looks different for everybody depending on where what your magic source is, like who you are as a person, just kind of how it manifests. So just like thinking about like what does it look like for that specific character, you know. Yeah, man, that's my thing. Be as flavorful and creative as you want. That's cool. That's really cool. I hold Torash back for two seconds, and I just say, does that feel better? Are you feeling more capable of fighting if there needs to be a fight? Yes, sir. Absolutely. I appreciate your assistance. Yeah, good man. And I pat him on the back and walk forward. So as the group has this moment, you walk forward. You notice that there is a veer to your right. There's also an end of the cave, and at the end, you notice two chests, two large chests. Let's open them. Pants loot! I want to open them. Open them! Open them. Open them. Make sure they're not trapped. I want to open them. Okay. Valen called it first. I'll open one. Pants can open the other. Open it. Make sure those chests aren't trapped. So, Valen goes to one of the chests, and Pants goes to the other. Valen, what do you do? Um, I'll look around, make sure there's nothing afoot with the chest. Roll investigation. Uh, Valen rolled a five. This looks like a normal damn chest. Okay. Pants, go ahead and roll yours. One of these chunks is not like the other. Dun, 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 Pants dun. rolls a 23. <laughs> Nat 20. Natural 20, very nice. Weed. Damn. This is a majestic looking chest. It's normal. He opens it. It's like, this looks great. Opens it. <laughs> 
Hans opens the reddish burnt orange wooden chest with golden inlay. And when Pants opens it, he finds two healing potions inside. Oh, we could have really used this earlier. Hey, Torash. (laughs) Yeah. I'll just go ahead and keep these. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, well, uh, let's see what's in this one. And um, I open it. Valen, as you open this chest, you find a tomb, a book. It seems withered with age, but of the finest quality. And as you put your hand to touch it and clear the dust off, you noticed it has engraved in handwritten gold imprint the Harper's Guild. Cool. I take it. <laughs> cool. I take it. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thanks, dude. Cool. Thanks, God. Sick. Appreciate Sick. that. Shit. Thanks, God. I will read this yeah. at some point down the line. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'll reach in and pull it out. Is there anything else in there? There's nothing else in there. Oh, okay. Um, What'd you all find? I, I turn around and I hold the book in the air. I'm like, um, this might be interesting. Yeah, it's from the Harper's Guild. And I'll like walk it over to Grayson and hand it to him so he can look at it. Because I feel like you'd get more use out of it than I would. So, Sh- Sure. Pants, do you, do you pocket those healing potions? Yeah. Are they just normal potions of healing? Okay. Standard. And then the other way that you guys hadn't gone was about five feet in the back of you, and you notice, like, a drop down. Is that it? Is this a dead end? Yeah, it's a dead end. Sick. But, like, it was, the split was, like, right there. Like, if you went to the right, you had some chests, and to the left, you have another area to go through. So we either jump down here, or we backtrack and go back the way we came. So you, yeah, you look at the other area where you could have gone through, and you notice a 20-foot drop in front of you. But as you look to the right of the drop, there's a few stairs and it's that rib cage area. So you have the choice to go back and go through the rib cage or jump down 20 feet ahead of it. Um, I pants has the ability to do a feather fall so we could jump down 20 feet. I can take up to. Oh, nice. Five, I think five falling creatures. And then Valen could fly. I have wings, so you don't need it. Wow, that's a that's a really long way way down. Should you know? Um, I do have this really fun, quirky thing that um, I invented here. It's uh, it's part of my little fidget cube. We can fall, and I can make it so uh, we don't get hurt here. Would you guys like to trust me and uh, try it? It'd be fun. Absolutely, let's do it. Sounds more interesting than tying a rope to somewhere and just climbing down. You know, that would be the logical way of doing it, but I really want to test this invention out. Uh, So, I mean. I also do have rope in case you want to use that, but um, if you want to do that, that's fine um, with by me. I, 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 You won't have to cast anything on me. I have my wings that can take me down pretty comfortably. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I didn't think about the whole rope thing, so um, we can test out my invention some other time if you'd like. No time like the present. I trust you, Pants. <laughs> well, I mean, if you need to save that spell for later. This fall probably won't kill any of us. Yeah. No, probably not. I just I just healed up, so I don't want to find out and actually hurt myself even more to be back to square one again. Pants? Pants, look at me. Yeah. Pants? Don't kill us. Do not kill us. Uh, 
Well, if you guys have that many strong feelings about it, maybe we shouldn't. Don't kill my new puppy, okay? Do we all have rope? I have, I rope. have rope. Wait, are you backing out of this this spell? Well, yeah, nobody wants to do it with me. Temple volunteered right away. I said I, we're, I, said we're I saying, trust yeah. you. We're saying. They're all saying yeah, but they're all, they're all saying yeah. I, I don't have to. So We're I'm all saying, saying yes, yeah, just don't kill us. <laughs> Yeah. Literally yeah. six Temple and Torash said okay. It was just Grayson who was uh, like, don't kill me, okay? Because, well, like, <laughs> Anthony knows Featherfall works and Featherfall's great. Grayson, hearing Pants' spiel being like, I don't know if this is going to work, he's just like, <laughs> all right. You know? <laughs> super, just... <laughs> super fair reaction. This is, this is all about uh, Pants' self-confidence. Yes. Take us down, Pants. Hey, hey, Valen. Uh, yeah? Can you... Um, talk to Inferna Jean and um, just tell her that you're going to have to hang on to her for a second while we do this just in case um, <laughs> Pants' little quirk doesn't work out so well my new puppy is not going to plunder to its death that would be great yeah could you just hang on to it real quick yeah just tell her yeah, I can do that great. and I'll just Thanks. I'll just be like come here come here Inferna Jean do you see that in Infernal or Common and Infernal. Sounds like a gorilla having sex. That sounds more like a gorilla. That's what a gorilla is having sex sounds like. It's a gorilla. No kink shaven. Valen. What did you say to the puppa? He's like, I'm, I'm come here. I will take you down. I'll keep you safe. While your mom flies down, falls down, I'll take you down and I show my wings. But it's all in infernal. The puppy looks at that and the wings splay and it kind of and it like backs up and then it looks at six, even though it understands. I say, it's okay, baby. Go on. Go on with Uncle Valen. And it, it wags its tail and jumps into your arms. And Valen, the minute this puppo goes in your arms, you feel like the warmth in your heart, softness, just the cuddle of a puppy. Oh, so cute! Kill it! I'm like ready to go. I look at him. I look at her. I'm like, you ready to go for a ride? Um, how tall? How is it? Is it just twenty feet down and like right uh, ceiling right there? Is it like? Yeah, it's a it's a straight cliff face, so it's twenty feet down straight. Like into the cavern, is it? Does it go up at all? Uh, you have about ten feet above you. Okay, I will. I'll like pull my wings and then just kind of elevate five feet and then slowly fall down and kind of glide down the twenty feet. The other five of you are standing around pants. So, uh, all right, so if we're doing this, uh, should we all hold hands? We can make it like a trust exercise. Guys, this is great. Build our relationship and stuff. This is fantastic. I agree. This is great. <laughs> Trustful. Grayson holds out his hand Aww. for somebody to take. I grab Grayson's hand. I grab Torish's hand. I'm good. I don't need to hold anybody's hand. I hold out my hands. I'll hold your hand, Pants. Yes. That's it. Pants, Pants where does your other hand go? Uh, it just, like, reaches out and, like, touches Torash's giant leg or something. <laughs> <laughs> so Pants has his little cube, like, tied around his neck and just like, okay, everybody ready? And ready? On my count of three, I'll go one, two, three. And we all jump. The minute you jump, all of you feel like that sensation when you're on a roller coaster and you go over the hill. 
It's like your stomach like glides up into your esophagus and your throat and you get kind of goosebumps as you lightly flow back and forth down to the ground in this feather-like motion. And all of you go 20 feet down and touch the ground where Valen is already sitting there scratching uh, in front of Jean's face. And I say, come here, baby. Come here, baby. As soon as it happens, I put, I, I, put, I put her front on the ground and she runs over. Yes, it worked. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We could have used a rope, but we all used feather fall yeah. instead. I'm Where's so happy. Where's the fun in that? You know, where's this yeah. really good time? <laughs> it was fun. Who needs a spell slot? <laughs> we were like Mary Poppins for a second. Yeah, why climb when you can float? You know. Exactly. I don't really have a lot of spells that are good, anyways. Free, free, free at that no, at that at that moment, it's the um that Creed song. <laughs> the Trick me about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as they jump <laughs> off the cliff. That's exactly that's the song that's the song that plays as you jump off the uh, as you jump off the cliff. You notice that ahead of you there was the area that you could have gone from. That has these rib cage like protruding areas with a green swampy muck um, that are kind of up a, a set of stairs. There is a pathway that seems to just curve around on itself. And to the left, you open a really big, wide area. You see that there's an underground type lake in front of you. Tarsh will go walk up to the lake. You know, you naturally seem to investigate and you smell the scent that you recognized of a cinnamon type freshly baked bread that you knew from Terrawin's hut. Hey, uh I think we're near Terrawin's house. Like coming from the water? It's coming from that area. Yeah. Hmm. Can I see anything is is like is there like a wall like across the water or is it Yeah, so the water goes about 40 feet out. And then you can you can slightly, as you squint, see on the other side, there's a slight opening where there'd be, like, another tunnel, but it, it's definitely through water. Like, you'd have to swim to get there. And that seems to be where the smell is coming from. So we have this uh, fire puppy. We sure do. Can it, can, can it go in the water? Do we know any anything about that? We all know that fire and water don't mix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody got a flotation device for it? <laughs> well, Pants, if we have to go through the water, maybe you can make Inferno Gene um, float. I could. Above the water. Well, it's falling. I couldn't do that, actually. Ah, shit. It's constantly throw her. Keep her throwing you. <laughs> Just like Feather cast Feather Fall. She's like being footballed across the... <laughs> Wee! Wee! Well, we can always try this pathway around. It looks like this pathway over here curves. Oh yeah, and heads back down south. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can we can try that too. Now, is it so? Do I have? Do you have to go in under the water to get through the tunnel, or can you would have to swim? <clears throat> well, I know, but does it does it does it go underground? So the water from where you see the opening, there's about a foot of air. So you're you even flying probably wouldn't be able to make it without getting in the water. Okay. 
I think pants goes towards the path going around. Yeah, well, we'll check the path out. Yeah. So you walk down, and the soil becomes extremely soft. You start to almost slide in with your feet. And notice this is an extremely good soil for planting or for harvesting. It's very rich in minerals. And as you bend around the corner, you notice that it it really just leads to another portion of the water. Yeah, well. Fuck us. Well, fuck. Anyone ready to swim? As long as we don't have to go underneath, I mean, I can, I can, we can probably swim with with a puppy up on one arm. If you'd, like if this. you'd prefer, I can investigate the water first. I do have those, uh, the waterproofing equipment that Jigalda gave me. Oh, good job. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, we can do that. So I can see if there's a route through, or perhaps I could carry the the pup over my head with my head submerged. That's no big deal. I don't need to breathe. I can. I'll go through. I'll go through, so you don't have to worry about. Your electronics getting soaked for the time. Well, he has a suit. If we covers it, but it only it only gives him it only gives him a certain amount of time of it's, waterproofing. Yeah, he has two, and it's two minutes. But Temple, as you know, as you look into those oils and the way that they work and the magical properties, you notice that if you probably put this over a pup's fur, it would also apply. There'll be plenty of opportunities to use these. If you'd prefer to go through, that's that's on you. What I'll do is I'll I will go through first. If there's any possibility where it's an easy swim, we don't have to worry about swimming too far. Then I'd say we all go through. You use your oils, what you got to do, and then we'll go from there. Sounds good to me. So, I Taurus will jump in the water and swim through that opening in the wall. Taurus, the minute your your snout, your golden scales breach the surface. The water is freezing. The frigidness kind of stings your eyes and your horns almost shudder with this cold. And it's so dark. You can barely see. If you didn't have dark vision, you'd be completely gone. But you can see. And as you go under universe, there is that path that had the, like the amount of air that you would have saw kind of goes further in. But then if you if you look hard enough as you swim closer and closer, it's only about 20 feet. You notice that there is a, a route that becomes dry that comes up. It's almost like you have to go under for a second and then you come up in the dry. Okay. So Tarsh will turn around and come back and hop out of the water. Ooh, that's that's ice cold. And I'll just kind of if there's a. <laughs> If I have this, I don't, I don't know, just the makeup ability of just, just warming, just kind of like holding my breath weapon into my body and just kind of like warming my body up and just kind of like just steam, just cool. So I warm yeah. up real quick. You steam come up, you see steam come off your shoulders and also lightning bouncing around your scales. Yeah, you guys are, you guys are going to need to dress warmly because that water is ice cold. Torash, Torash, are you there? <gasps> Okay, yeah, I click my button. Uh, Terwin? Torash, they're here. The pirates are here. Oh, fuck shit. It sounds like, it it looks like we're almost there. We'll be there, we should be there soon. I, I, uh, I, I've been breaking some bread. I've been baking some bread. If you follow this, have you heard the smell yet? We have. 
then you're they're really close, but Torash, I'm I'm really scared. I'm gonna go underneath and um I I'm gonna go underneath and, and meet you. Okay. I will be there. My Robostone's almost running out of and then it cuts off and you've hit your time oh, for wow. the Robostones. I I immediately I immediately dive into the water and go swimming back. Everyone else heard that too. Oh, we all heard that. Yeah, I, I do the I, I do the thing, I'm gonna jump and then fly up and then dive down. Right, right, like fly up toward the uh, mouth of the cave and then right before the cave and then just dive down under. Six, can I waterproof uh, Infernogene? <laughs> yes. Valent, Valent, can you explain it to her a little bit though, just so she's not scared? Val oh. Valent's gone. Okay. Valent's oh, gone. Oh, shit. <laughs> Valent's already hey, with her. Hey, great. Yeah, sorry Grayson. about that. Grayson, don't you speak Infernal? Can you tell her? I don't want her to be scared. <sighs> this puppy looks at Grayson, smells the powder from which his mom was shot with, oh, and yikes. bears its In all teeth. fairness, it's an energy projectile, not there wouldn't be any gunpowder residue. I'm gonna cut that part. Grayson, what do you do? I look down at this small animal and I say Temple, the metal man holding you, is going to apply something to you that will make you waterproof for the time being so you don't get injured while we have to dive under the, the water to get to the other side. Don't be scared. Let it happen. You're six. She's okay with this happening. Call me her mama. The puppy... <laughs> The puppy instantly looks at six when Grayson says this. <laughs> it sees a thumbs up and then looks up with its big red infernal eyes at Temple. Yeah, so Temple, I assume this is like a sort of um, an advanced material, but it's like a wax coating. Yeah, exactly. Like an oily wax coating. I, I like to imagine it's it's a little more like the, uh, um, uh, what's that in like uh, Avengers, that like micro material? Kind of thing that oh, like kind of yeah. crawls and stuff. So yeah, it kind of like spreads that over over the pup and then over himself to kind of show like this is fine. We're doing this now. <laughs> um, we're doing this together. Use both yeah. that you had. Yeah, one on the dog and one on myself. Uh, and Pants goes, "Hey Temple, can I hitch a ride?" Uh, sure, but hold these for me. And he hands uh, you all of the warforged parts that he'd been carrying. What? When the fuck did you get these? Oh my god. <laughs> I found them. <laughs> Excellent. They might come in handy for us. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> handy. <laughs> there we oh go. Oh my god, it's a, it's a, it's a master splinter. I made a funny <laughs> situation. Yep. So, yeah, I think, uh, uh, Pants gets on uh, under one arm of temples. I think I I, I assume six is holding on to uh, Infernogene. Um, yeah, temple and and pants uh, dive underwater. Yeah, you perfectly swim through. Uh, pants is definitely guiding you because you do not have dark vision. Like holding pants forward as we like <laughs> torpedo. <laughs> you pop up to see Valen shaking out his wings and Torash readying his saber, and then the last are. Grayson six and in front of Jean. <laughs> After you six. 
Um, six grabs Inferna. Gives her a good little squeeze and then dives in and uses her legs to swim. And I follow. I follow after. So you all swim. The minute you breach this smaller tunnel, you you smell fresh baked bread, herbs. You are right next to Terrawins. You see Crystal's kind of poking out a few mushrooms. And as you rush forward, you see her coming down. And Terrawin grabs Temple's arm frantically and says, Tarashes. She seeks, sorry, she seeks out Temple and, and grabs him, almost pulling him to the ground and says, stay with me. And then makes eye contact with Torash and says, they're inside. Oh. I will stay with you. I ignite my... Uh, how high up is the, the You're thing? about 15 feet from the thatch to her, her house. Alright. Um, then I'll say, you, you see me light, light my greatsword and hear my rage voice. Time for some fun. And then, and then she goes, no, 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 be nice, be nice. I, I don't want any problems. I just don't want Temple to go in there because I, I feel like they would take him apart i just in my in my excited rage i just go climbing up the ladder okay so torash approaches temple stays with terowin what do the rest of you do i pull my blaster out i pull uh yeah i pull my blaster out and i run up there after him is it a ladder or is it stairs it's like a ladder kind of a very small ladder okay pants is still being held on by temple pants would you like to stay well, yeah, I mean, I gotta check out these bad boys that you just provided for me. <laughs> Six, do you want to go help take care of some pirates? Mm, yeah, uh, hang on here. Yes, um... Time out. The shit on my dog, does it just wear off or do I need to get it off of her? It wears off after two minutes. Yeah, it, it would be already fading. Um, how big is she? Think of a German Shepherd puppy. Oh, she's not big at all, huh? Yeah, like a 10-week-old German Shepherd puppy. She's small. Baby as shit. Okay. Um, pants. Will you, will you watch my baby while I go murder? Yeah, me and Inferno Jones will kick it. <laughs> baby, you stay here. You stay here with Uncle Pants. And he's going to give you snacks. Mommy's got to go kill some pirates, okay? But I'll be right back. That that the butt just hits the floor with a bit of ash sparking out. Yes. So good. And, and, and stays. You're a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> so Torash walks up the ladder, followed by Valen with his blaster out, Ben Grayson, and then Six. Temple, Pants, and Inferna Jones stay behind. As they climb up this 20-foot rung ladder, they hit, like, a wooden latch, which they push forward, and they in, find themselves inside Terrawin's house. It is occupied by three pirates, who have a bit of shock that it's not Terrawin coming back out of the thing, but they quickly adjust. The first pirate they see takes up the most presence in the room. She is about a five-foot human female, very petite, with pale, creamy skin and long red hair that billows down to about her waist. She's wearing, you know, really revealing parody clothes and a big captain's hat with feathers pluming out. Um, and she's got, like, a phaser, laser-type gun 
strapped to her leg. She's got big old hoops and a lot of makeup on, and she's kind of just smiling calmly as she sees Torash come out, kind of relaxed against a chair. To the left is an elf with a darker complexion and a sneer on their face. They have an orange bandana wrapped around their head and a matchy one around their waist. And besides that are in normal, you know, pirate tunic and ripped up pants. And they've got a technologically advanced crossbow pointed at the group. To the right, you see an older gentleman, a human, with a yellowy scraggly beard and yellowish hair that is greasily pulled into a low bun and pieces are kind of stuck to his face. He's got goggles on. One eye of the goggle has no lens, and the other is completely blacked out. And he has, like, tons of belts, component pouches, gear, bullets, all over his chest and waist. I just kind of, like, aggressively... Um, I just kind of, like, aggressively pop out, and I just have... And I just have my, uh, my greatsword kind of, like... Um, Qui-Gon Jin style, just like two hands like right next to me, and I say in my rage voice, What is your purpose here? And as you say that, two wings expose out of the thing, and Valen, you climb up. Yeah. Um, I come out, I look around, and I'm like, huh, well, uh, I guess it's a party. Excellent. And I kind of go almost back-to-back shoulder to, uh, to Torash, just trying to make sure that we don't have like to the driveway's clear. Grayson, you approach. Yeah, I climb up and just kind of survey the the scene happening, and I walk over to like Terwin's counter and like just pour myself some water in a cup and just start sipping on it, leaning against the counter with my legs crossed, <laughs> just watching the whole scene. <laughs> and last, two little ears appear. Six, you come out. You climb stealthily, and you notice that you recognize the person sitting on the couch. Um, Six's hackles go up, and she goes... <sighs> she hisses at her. <laughs> Ooh. And to that, and to that, the red-haired human stares at Six and says, Well, look what the cat dragged in. Or is it the other way around? Seven. Phantom. You can tell it's been a while since we've seen each other. My name's not Seven anymore, it's Six now. <laughs> you always made me laugh, Six. I'll get used to it. Now, go ahead and tell your other friends that uh, they should come up before we have a scuffle. I know there's probably someone down there with Terowin. That's okay. They're gonna stay down there. We can talk. How did I know you were going to be difficult? Hey, if you want your friends to live, you better come up right now. And Pants, Temple, and Terowin hear that. Temple looks to Terowin for, uh, to, to see what she wants him to do. Terowin says, we have to listen, we have to listen, and starts scuttling towards the thing. Split second, I look at Pants to see what the look on Pants' face is, because he's going to possibly react to her moving away from him. Wait, 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 Temple. Why don't you just, why don't you stay here? I'll go up. You take care of Inferna Jones. She likes you. It's fine. She'll be good. I'll go up there. Maybe they won't, maybe they'll just expect it's just me down here with Tarawin. We'll just, I'll go up. You just stay here. Oh, no, I'm going to protect Tarawin. <laughs> no, no, Temple. Just, st- just stay here with Inferna Jones. She's so little. Stay with the pu- helpless puppy. To, to what? Protect my. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please help me. 
I am not this body, and Temple follows Terwin. Okay, so Fanton is looking at Six, a casual smile upon her face. She recognizes an old associate, kind of puts her hand up, and all of the pirates you see lower their weapons. And then a metal head emerges from the uh, hole in the ground, and Fanton instantly jumps up, pulls a blaster and goes, What? You brought the fucking Peace Forge? Click, click, raises her phaser gun. All the other pirates lift their weapons. That is where we end this session. Oh, no. Perfect. Cool. Fuck, dude. Because Temple is very well known in the system as the Peace Forge, who is a proper gentleman. Just a fucking narc. (laughs) hellhound puppies trust falls and pirates i'd say what a normal party goes through on a weekday as usual thank you so much for listening this is episode seven of our first campaign stardust echoes huge shout out to our patreons that have subscribe we hope you're liking all the bonus content that we've put on our platform for you if anyone's interested our patreon is full of tons of goodies extra art blooper reels that don't make it to the podcast and so much more there's also tons of input that we're looking for on patreon on certain tiers you can name an npc create a magical item for the group or even send them a care package from your home planet And once again, just a huge thank you. We hope that your week is out of this galaxy.